Hey everyone, this is Jason Oltoff again with our cab or coffee and business podcast. And I'm here with Ty Taylor um, that we're always together. You know, we do this podcast together because we feel that uh, uh, me sharing information and Ty sharing information, we learn from each other and we hope that you're learning from uh, uh, things that we bring out to you guys. So with that, uh, um, if, if you, and we'll do this at the end also, but like our podcast, subscribe to our podcast, share it because that's how we know that we're reaching the right people. And if there's some things that you want us to talk about, let us know because we don't know everything of what people want. So if you say, Hey, Jason, I want to hear about this, or I'm concerned about this, or I have an issue with this, let us know in the comments, let us know. And we will um, work on a, on a podcast where we get that information out to you. So with that, uh, Ty, you want to say hello? Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Um, we're, we're excited to be back. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we're, we're just excited every week to jump on and, and do this because it's, um, you know, this, this whole podcast was born out of Jason and I just having, you know, long, long conversations that, you know, we kind of finally realized like, hey, we should have just recorded this and <laughs> could have put it out as a podcast. So that's what we decided to do. So yeah, we're excited. Um, so one of the topics that we've been kind of kicking around is, you know, this this idea of professional development or personal development. If if you've been listening to our previous episodes by now, you you probably could have keyed in on uh, that. This is a, an important topic to us. We're both avid um, professional development people or personal development people, or if you want to just sum it up as learning, right? Continual learning type people. That's what's important to us. So I don't know if if you want to um, say anything about that. And, and, and this is going to be kind of one of our, our three tips type episode, you know, little bullet bite-sized points for you to be able to, um, implement. Yeah, sure. You know what to tell you, that's the, the beauty of this, you know, I'm going to come up with three, three tips and three things that, that I look at on personal de development and professional development. And what does that look like? And you're going to come up with some, and, you know, this might be the first time that I heard some of yours and first time that you've heard some of mine. And I think that's how we're going to grow, you know, as we've talked about in the past is getting better, getting that 1% better. And what does that look like uh, in your life? You know, <clears throat> what does it look like in your morning? What does it look like in your business? What does it look like in your, in your personal life of getting that 1% better? And by doing that, if you get 1% better every day or every week, however you break that out, just think where you're going to be at, at the end of 12 months. You know, that to me, that, that is a powerful part of, of this tie is just seeing the growth and uh, maybe you and I aren't going to see it uh, because we don't know who's all listening, but there will be seeds that are planted that they said, Hey, you know what, Jason and Ty talked about some good things and, and I'm implementing them and my life is different. may not be totally different, but it will make an impact on you. And we hope it's for the positive. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll kind of kick it off a little bit, you know, Ty, on, on uh, what I do for personal development and professional development. And I run an insurance agency also, or I haven't done a whole lot of, in that realm over the last couple of years after I kind of backed out of that and, and, and sold off a part of that business. But one of the things is continuing education. And a lot of people will sit there and, and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take this continuing education because I have to. I don't need to learn anything. I just need to take it so I can fill that box. 
And, you know, years ago when I was in the insurance business, uh, when I first started out, that's how I looked at it. I looked at it as a necessary evil to keep my license and stuff. So I just kept, uh, kept up on the continuing ed. Didn't matter what the course was. Um, I always went in person because if I did it online, they had me take a test and I didn't like to take the <laughs> test. So I do it in person because then I know if I sat through the hour, I got credit for it. Doesn't matter if I learned anything or not. And that's kind of how I looked at it in the beginning. So if there's some of you guys out there like this and Ty, maybe you've thought of this too, but <laughs> that's how I looked at my business. And I didn't know really what I didn't know. And when I started digging into professional development and, and uh, uh, self-development, you know, making me better, I started looking at courses that I could take that were going to better me, not just to fill a box. And mm -hmm. you know what, when I started doing that, it really changed uh, my outlook on my business. It changed my ethics and my integrity and everything with my business versus, hey, I just checked a box. Now I'm legal for another two years versus, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm doing this because I want to get better because I want to take care of my clients. I want to make sure that they have the right information, that I give them the right information. And that information came from those CE credits, even though a lot of them were boring, but they were still necessary and it was good information. And once I started learning uh, and Ty, you and I've talked about this before. I, I hated to read until I realized that I liked the results of what reading did. Mm -hmm. and credits were the same way, the continuing education. It was, you know what, I may not like the courses, but the topics and stuff were uh, influential for my business to succeed and move forward. And so I liked the results that I got from taking those courses. And, and that's, my, that's my first step. So uh, Ty, I'll pass it over to you to, to share one. Yeah, well, and I think it's funny, um, you know, I haven't had a whole lot of situations where, because um, usually like when you have continuing education, uh, like mandatory ones, it's like, you know, obviously with a license of some sort. Uh, but just hearing you tell that story, it made me think, and, and I don't know why, but you think about like a, a brain surgeon, right? Or some sort of doctor, right? And maybe he... <laughs> maybe they need uh, 10 hours of continuing education every year. Do you want to go to the brain surgeon that uh, was like, oh gosh, I guess I'll go. I've got to get my 10 hours and I just want to meet the minimum. Or do you want to go to the brain surgeon that was like, actually, um, I took this uh, extra class that was 60 hours so I could learn something uh, even more, this new technique or how to use this new tool. Which one would you want to go to? And Granted, you know, maybe if you're in the insurance world or some sort of sales world, um, it's not as life or death as, as brain surgery, but, you know, it's all part of your, rep your, your reputation, right? You know, who do you want to be seen as? The one that goes above and beyond for their clients, and that means they're going to go above and beyond learning and, and knowing what's out there so that they can have the best products available? Or do you want the one that's like, oh, shoot, I've got... Uh, by the end of the month to finish mine and or else I got to lose my license. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and talking about brain surgeons and stuff, what you don't want to have happen is when you're on the table and you say, I know I went through this course, let me pull out the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That is not the time to, to have him really think, well, I probably should have listened a little bit more. So yep. good point. That's good funny. Point. <laughs> um, so yeah. So something that's kind of similar um, to, to your point, um, you kind of summed it up as continual, like, um, and, and doing it often. And, and my kind of number three, if we're working backwards or whatever it is, 
um, is make it a daily habit. Um, and, and that's kind of the same theme as like, you know, if you've got to do your bare minimum, um, you know, make it a daily part of, of what you do. And, and that allows you to learn a bunch of different things, right? If it's, you know, reading for 15 minutes, or maybe it's just watching a YouTube video in the morning about, you know, how to be a more effective speaker, or, you know, maybe it is taking an afternoon to, to do a course online or, or go to a seminar in person. Um, just finding different ways to integrate that into your day. Um, and, and that really makes a big difference. Um, it, it helps you always it, to, to kind of develop that muscle of looking for opportunities to learn instead of like, you know, oh, I've, I've got to do my, you know, whatever it is, my 10 hours of, of education. And so you kind of, like you said, you start to dread it, right? Because it's, it feels like a chore. But if it's a, if it's a habit, it's just something you do. You know, I wake up, I, I drink my coffee, I maybe I do a workout, or, you know, maybe I read the Bible or whatever it is in the morning. Um, and then the other thing you do is just some education, some some development, some learning. Um, and it doesn't have to always be in the morning, it could be at lunchtime, it could be, you know, listening to a podcast on the way to work. Um, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be this big, monumental thing, you don't have to be spending um, a bunch of hours and courses all the time. You know, it's just, it's got to start somewhere. But I think making a daily habit, at least for me, um, that made a big difference. It made it something that was um, important. It was part of my identity. And I think that that's a big thing when, when you can make something part of your identity, um, then, then you're kind of forced to do it, right? Like if you're, you know, and I think we're both the same way. We're, we're the guys that like to learn. We like to read. Um, that's just who we are, right? And so it's, it's, can, it would be consistent with our character to do something like that. And it, so it kind of like, you've got to play these mind tricks sometimes if, if you're starting something new like this, um, just make it a part of who you are, uh, make it a part of the day. So uh, I think we're, we're, we're kind of saying the same things, uh, just, just, you know, different, different words to, to describe it. Yeah, I think that consistency on it and, and on a daily habit, because uh, um, I'll just kind of add a, a little part to that is by doing that, then it's not a rush. So like myself, you know, I have to do 24 hours in two years. I don't want to wait till my 23rd month and say, man, I need seven more credits. Then you do take whatever you got and you got to make sure you get them done fast and all this thing. And you're not learning, you, you know, even if you wanted to, but that procrastination yeah. can, can hurt you. Um, but if you make it part of your daily habit, so like myself right now, and I'll just use me as another example, <clears throat> is I renew my, my insurance license in, in November of 2022, and I need to have 24 credits. Well, I'm on a program right now that with this organization that I work with, that they give me two credits minimum every month. Mm. So I do those every single month. So guess what I have after 24 months? I have a lot of credits. I have enough to cover what I need to cover, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I'm not stressed. And I just got a call from a, a good colleague of mine here just a few weeks ago, and he was renewing, I think, at the end of June. He said, Jason, I need to take four more credits. Do you know where I can get them at? And you know what? I know where I get mine and, and that's what I do. And so I told him and he said, well, I don't have time to wait for that to come around. I have to get online and do it. So he found something to get it done. 
but I don't think he's learning as much. Mm. And, and, uh, and I think that can cause, uh, cause some problems, but, um, and, you know, and I'll just let everybody know this and, and Ty, you know, this, and when you go in, unless your brain serves and actually pulls out the book and studies it, you go in and you don't ask him if he's updated his license. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's more of an integrity thing, you yep. know, that, Hey, you know what I, because you have the license, because you're this person, I'm expecting you to have your education and you're up to snuff and, and, you know, the joke is always out there. You know, what do you call the, the doctor who finished last in his class? So call him doctor, yeah. you know, cause it doesn't, the certificate on the wall, is still going to be doctor. It's not going to say, yep. Hey, I finished the 597, you know, out of, out of 598 yep. uh, in, in my class. So it is more of an integrity and an ethical thing, you know, and, and it's what they call the Hippocratic oath, Hippocratic oath, you know, that the doctors take, you know, to save lives and things like that. You, you treat this just as, as much because it is. And what we do in the insurance world isn't life and death, but it can be costly. You know, tell somebody wrong, hey, you think you have a coverage and you don't until you have a loss and you find out you don't have something because somebody told you you did because I wasn't up to speed on what the new laws were. You know, mm -hmm. so, so it can be costly, not necessarily life and death, but it could be uh, something that, that could be de detrimental to your business. So my number two tip, uh, if walking, working backwards, you know, if we talk about that, you know, my third tip was with CE and, and my, my number two, and, and I keep hitting on this and, and Ty, you really kind of summed it up in, in your tip also, but it is look for professional development things that are out there look online see what's going on in your community. Are there classes that you can take? And I'm not talking continuing education. I'm just talking, maybe you have a motivational speaker coming in. Maybe you got somebody that's going to be talking about economic development or whatever, looking for different things like that to get involved in and, and take. And sometimes, you know, they're, they're online. Sometimes they're in person. Sometimes they're not even local, but you can benefit uh, from them uh, by, by taking some of those courses. So my number two would be just really, uh, dig into uh, uh, searching, go into Google, do search words, um, you know, that, that, you, that you're interested in learning about. Even community development, I'm sure if you search that in Google, you'll probably find something uh, that, that would, would be good. Another thing that, uh, that I'll include in that as you're searching for things, there's a website out there called, called Answer the Public. So answerthepublic.com. If you go into that and just type in a word, you kind of find out what other people are searching for or asking questions about. And if you're looking for something like that, now you can search out kind of some of the answers or maybe do a different search to, to say, hey, I'm interested in this. Now I need to find somebody that can teach me that. In some costs, some doesn't. But I always look at if there's a cost to something, it's not a cost, it's an investment. It's mm. a way to invest in yourself. If, if, if you spend money and you don't, change then it can be a cost if you spend mm -hmm. money and and it makes a difference in your business or whatever then it's an investment and i'll yep. use a, a scenario like uh, uh if i have a kid come over and mow my yard once a week say hey i'll give you 20 bucks to mow my yard because i need to buy back my hour and and that's worth 20 bucks to me but if i take that time that hour and i go sit in my basement and watch tv it costs me 20 bucks versus, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go out there in my business and work for that hour. And if I can make a couple hundred bucks, now that $20 was an investment yep. you know, uh, to help grow. So, so my number two tip is, is uh, search for um, 
like I said, podcasts, uh, anything on there on subjects that you want to learn about that you want to get better on. Back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I think that there's lots of um, even even like you've been involved in some of these like adult education or, um, if, you know, if you've got a, a college nearby or usually there's some sort of group that has these kinds of classes that, you know, maybe it's um, like a budgeting class or a, a finance class, like personal finance class that, you know, maybe some of the banks sponsor and they send some of their representatives to to talk about things. And so there's, there's lots of opportunities out there and, and you're spot on. You just, you just kind of got to look around. Yep. Um, so, so my number two, uh, is, is kind of a little bit more generalized to some of like the books out there or the courses out there or the podcasts out there. Um, and, and basically what, what my thought is, is become a student of a teacher don't really hop around on different philosophies. Um, and, and kind of what I mean by that is, um, and I've been guilty of it, and I'm sure you have too, is yep. uh, you, you read around, right? You read, uh, somebody has one philosophy on, you know, let's just use personal finance, for example. Uh, you know, there's like the Dave Ramsey's of the world that, you know, it's kind of like cash is king, you don't want to be in debt. And, you know, and then there's some other uh finance people out there that are, you know, they say leverage debt, you know, that's the best way to build your business is, you know, it's a, like you said, it's an investment, right? You're taking a risk, but that's the way you're going to be able to, to jump a couple of, of hurdles and, and get ahead a little bit, you know, who's, who's right. I don't know. They're probably both right in some respects. Um, but if you were to read a Dave Ramsey book and then a book from somebody that sits in the other side of the spectrum of like, uh, cash is worthless, invest it, um, you know, uh, make sure you're taking on debt to build your business because if you're using it right, leveraging it right, if you have both of those, then I think you leave more confused than anything. Then you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, you're, you've got this conflict and, and I think you can get to a point where that's good, but when you're really trying to learn and you're new to something, I think it's more helpful to really understand a philosophy and, and really fall in line with a teacher and, and hear and understand what they have to say in depth. And then you can decide like, okay, this isn't necessarily for me. Um, so, you know, if you're watching YouTube videos or podcasts or you're reading books from some of these big authors, I'm a big fan of, you know, if, if I, I start reading a book, I'll read multiple books in that author and I'll start to understand their ecosystem. And, you know, that, that was probably pretty evident in our, you know, back to our episode on the top five books. Um, I had a couple of books by Grant Cardone, you know, individually in that list. Um, I had a couple of books by Robert Kiyosaki, you know, so get into line with the teacher, go a little deeper um, then you can start reading around, right? Once you start to understand, okay, this is the Robert Kiyosaki way of doing things. This is a Grant Cardone. This is the Gary V. This is a Jocko Willink um, way of doing things. Then you can start to balance things. But I think it's better focus in on a on a good teacher. Obviously, something that you know people agree is 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 a good idea for you to to get advice from, to learn from, and really understand and like immerse yourself in them for you know, maybe it's a couple of weeks, maybe it's a couple of months, maybe it's a couple of years, right? However deep you want to go into this and become a master of, of the way that they think. Um, but if you hop around too early, 
I think you start to get confused and you've got all of these options at your disposal, but you, you kind of like, um, you don't know what to do because you, there's so many things to be able to do, but just fall in line with somebody, um, really understand. And, and I think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. I, I like what you said. And, and we all know what, it, what happens to the confused mind. You know, we do nothing, you know, uh, and that's one, one of the philosophies is that, that you do nothing versus, you know, if, if you follow one guy's philosophy and, and you believe it, you get the buy-in that philosophy, you don't want to look at the other stuff right away. You just want to leave that alone. Say, Hey, you know what? I know there's other stuff out there, but I want to do this because if I have too many choices, so if Dave Ramsey's thing is cash is king, I'm going to get all the cash. And this other guy says, uh, leverage it so i'm going to blow all my money over on this investment so now i've done both now i don't even have the cash and i'm so far in debt and i don't know how to get out you know yep. yeah um so so you don't want to don't want to do that so well you know today i'm following this and tomorrow i'm following that uh your business won't won't grow uh where you want it to grow and and you will be uh you'll be stressed you'll mm -hmm. be stressed you know and, yeah. and that i guess leads to my number one and and this probably, you know, everybody can, can look at all these tips and say, Hey, you know what? I don't like that one or whatever, but, and sometimes it's not always easy, but mine is just do it. You gotta start somewhere. If you want to get better, it's better to do something than nothing and making that decision to say, Hey, I'm going to get 1% better today. And I'm going to search out something in order to, to do that. And I think if, if people will, just take that next step because what happens a lot of times we procrastinate and then we don't do it and we come up with reasons why well that went to work anyways and all these other things and sometimes you have to say hey you know what if and and i'll use my company as an example you know we we have a certain philosophy in our business and the product and the service is the same for everybody the backing of the company is the same for everybody. The compensation plan is the same for everybody. The only variable is me. Mm -hmm. So do I want to change that or do I just want to do it and follow their system and get into it and be able to, to build the business the way that we know is successful because they've done it. And it's not saying, hey, Jason, we think this might work. They've actually done it and they said it does work. So you can either follow us or do something else and then eventually come back to our system and follow the system. So I think the biggest thing is, is just do you do something to move you forward? You know, I was just talking to a, a good friend of mine the other day and he owns three businesses here in town. And Ty, you, you were just talking about, you know, uh, confusion and, and I mentioned about being stressed. He says, you know what, one of these businesses is affecting my other two businesses because I'm so stressed out on that business that these other two are suffering. And these other two are my bread and butter and stuff. So I needed to make a change. Um, so, cause he said, I don't like who I am becoming mm. and, and stress can do that to, to you. So, so yeah. his thing was, Hey, you know what? I had to pull the trigger. I had to make a change. Now I just had to do it and get it done. And, uh, I haven't talked to him today, but I, I'm sure he's, he's feeling good once he does that, because once you, you got to make that decision, once you make the decision, then you got to be good with it and just be tracking that decision to say, Hey, I made the right decision and find the right information out there. There's a lot of good leaders out there. If you want uh, uh, professional development, Ty, you've mentioned a few of the, the authors already. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are a lot of books, a lot of uh, mentors out there that 
whether it's it's an investment or it's free stuff, it's all good. I always look at, hey, if there's some free stuff, if, if the free stuff is that good, continue doing it. But you know what? I can't imagine what their investment side is because yeah. doing that, I mean, like you said just a minute ago, things that can shorten that curve, curve, you know, uh, or shorten the length of time to get somewhere is, you know what, I could work this way and do this and do this and do this and think for five years, or I could listen and take this advice and follow what they're doing. And maybe I can shave off a year or two or three years on my business on getting it moving forward. So that's my, that's my top one is just do it. Yeah. Well, and you, and you kind of perfectly introed my number one. Um, and, and I think this is more for, I don't want to say advanced, but I don't think this is the best thing if you're just getting into some new subject um, or you're maybe newer to the professional development space. Uh, like you said, maybe you can get your feet wet with some of those free things. Uh, but one of the biggest things that helped me was starting to invest in paid programs, buying books, um, paying for courses, paying for masterminds. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be the expensive ones. You know, I'm not a it's part of buying it's, it's a, yeah. Hey, I have ownership now. Absolutely. And, and that accountability is so key. Um, and we, Alyssa and I were actually talking about this, uh, on the way home yesterday. Um, it, it seems like when you pay for something, you expect something in return, right? If, if I buy a hamburger, I expect to be able to eat it and I'm going to be not hungry anymore. Right. Um, so when I pay for a course or I pay to be a part of a seminar, or I pay to be a part of a group or even just buying a book, right. It's a $20 book or whatever it is. You know, I expect something in return where there's a lot of these free resources out there. Um, and, and in my opinion, you, you know, if, if you don't get anything out of them, you know, Hey, it was free. What do you get what you pay for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Exactly. So, so that, um, makes a big difference. And I think from, from the people that are the teachers or the mentors in those programs, um, I think that they have a, a big commitment to, to, to helping you. And I, and the conversation Alyssa and I were having was kind of around like mentors or kind of like coaches. Um, you know, there are great people out there that are willing to kind of just help you, you know, think through things or soundboard things for free. Uh, but I think that, you know, at some point it starts to become a burden for them. Right. But if you hire like a professional executive coach and you're paying them, that's their job to deliver for you. Right. Just like anything else, like the person that mows the lawn that you're talking about, it's their job to mow the lawn. So if you paid them 20 bucks and the lawn's still long, you know, you could be like, Hey, what's the deal. But if you said, Hey kid, you want to help me out? I'm really busy. Can you just mow the lawn for free? And he doesn't mow it. You can't be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> what the heck here? <laughs> you know? yep. So, um, I, I think that's a big, big thing. Um, and, and right, wrong, or otherwise, a lot of people in, in the professional development space, you know, you think about like the Tony Robbins or, you know, the Grant Cardone or whoever it is, you know, you, you can insert your, your, um, coach type person in there, you know, that's how they make their living. And, um, yeah, maybe they could, you know, have goodwill and, and give it all out for free. But like you said, then maybe it does dilute it or, you know, maybe it's not like their primary focus, you know, they're, they're just doing something out of the goodness of their heart, but they're not going to sit down there and think, all right, what's a good uh, development program, right? They might just give you a 
piece of advice went off and that stuff's super helpful. And I think that's a good entry. Like I said, if you're getting into this or you're interested in getting a p into a new area of knowledge, try that free stuff first, but it was game changer. Um, you know, the first time I really spent, um, you know, a, a chunk of money on, on training, um, I was committed, you know, it was, it was a good it changes chunk of money. Your commitment level. That's for sure. Yes, absolutely. Cause you don't want to lose that money. Right. Yep. And it's, well, it's like you said, with the, it, it, with the lawn mowing thing, you can either spend that money and not, not actually commit, then you're, you're spending it, but it was an investment. Right. You know, you, you, you brought up a good point about, uh, um, the free versus the paid and stuff. And, and I'm guilty of this and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I know when it's free, I multitask a lot. Mm. You know, I mean, literally I could have it playing and, and then I'm doing other things versus if it's a paid course, I'm taking notes. Yep. You know, because like I said, there's ownership and I expect something, but not only do I expect, they expect because, you know, they say, Hey, we'll give you your money back. If it doesn't work for you after 30 days, I feel horrible going back, asking for my money back. If I never gave it a try, mm. you know, um, I say, Hey, you know what? That's, that's on me. You know, I should have taken advantage of, of this course or whatever. Yeah. So when, when you pay for it, you do have more of a commitment of say, Hey, you know what? I want it to be an investment. So I want to, if I, it cost me $500 or a thousand dollars for this course or whatever, I want to be able to turn that into either it frees up more time to do other things, you know, because I've, I've worked it that way, or it's providing more income because I was able to get more clients or whatever that looked like based on the information that I learned in that course. Um, if I don't do any of that stuff, I spend a thousand dollars and it costs me a thousand bucks. If I do yeah. it the other way, it's an investment. Kind of like when you hire employees and they say, well, I can't afford to hire an employee. And, and, and I've been there and I understand it. So, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to myself too on this, but if you look at it, that spending and, and an employee costing you, you're looking at it the wrong way. If you hire the employee and they free you up to do what you need to do to, to bring in the more revenue or whatever, to cover the cost of that employee. Now it's an investment. It freed you up to do that. Now, if you just hire that employee, so you can go play golf, yeah. that employee costs you. Definitely yep. did, you know, and stuff. So you gotta, it's just, it's a mind shift. And a lot of that comes with our professional development that we're talking about. They, they, they help you uh, change your, your mind shift and, you know, going from an employee to an entrepreneur is not an easy thing, but a lot of people think it is, Hey, you know what? I love to be a mechanic. So I'm going to open up my own mechanic shop. Well, now I got to do my budgeting. I got to do my banking. I got to do my tax. I got to do all these things. Now I'm no longer being a mechanic because I have to do all these other things. The mechanic is what I love. Mechanics is what brings in the money. Now I'm not bringing in the money. Now I'm stressed. Now I hate my job or hate my yep. business. And, and that's, uh, uh, like you said, it, it's not an easy thing to go from employee to, uh, to uh, entrepreneur without some good self-development to help you get better. Yeah. And that's a great point. And, and maybe this is kind of like a, an extra bonus tip is that, um, and, and I guess this kind of wraps into some of our tips is it's not going to happen overnight. You know, there's not going to be a single silver, silver bullet book out there or a podcast or a video, or even these paid courses or these paid conferences or seminars, you know, there's not one out there that's going to be, you're going to go there. And then it's like, all right, now I'm Superman. 
I, they I promise you that run. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it it's there's a reason it's called continual education. There's a reason it's called development. Um, if if there was a magic pill out there that you could take that would make you have all these other skills, um, you know that'd be great. But it doesn't exist at least right now. <laughs> you know we can't plug a flash drive into our head and and download a bunch of information and then go out and you know, be a robot. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, no. And, you know, that, and that's a good point, you know, uh, self-development, professional development, uh, personal development, whatever you want to call it, it is a process. Um, listening to a podcast or learning from a podcast today, you do that over and over again, you will get better. You will change. Um, you'll change your thought process. You'll change your habits and stuff based on the information, but it doesn't happen overnight. Say, Hey, I've listened to uh, Ty and Jason. Now I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. No, it's, it's, Hey, you know what? I need to implement these things. And then it takes time. It's a man tomorrow. I woke up in the morning and I still 40 pounds heavier. I didn't lose the weight. Yep. And, and they told me if I take this pill that I don't have to exercise, don't have to do anything. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to look like uh, um, the supermodel or whatever. And that's not real life. You know, it does take time and it does take a persistency, a consistency and changing your mindset in order to be able to uh, move forward and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to give this some time because it is uh, professional development. And like we were just talking about in the beginning, we talked about getting that 1% better today. You're not going to notice that 1% tomorrow. You're not going to notice 1% in two days. You're not going to notice it in three days. But you know what? In three, six, nine, 12 months, you're going to notice a difference over time. And, mm -hmm. and I always use this analogy on, on a um, diet or, or eating hamburgers and stuff like that. Eating a cheeseburger today does not affect me at all. Eating one tomorrow probably won't affect me. Eating one the third day, not as much. But you know what? If I eat a cheeseburger every day for the next 12 months, I will have issues in 12 months. So, mm -hmm. so it is one of those things that is, takes time. So when your doctor says, Hey, now you've eaten all these cheeseburgers. Now you need to cut it out. And now you need to get serious about it. So professional development's the same way you gotta, it, you'll see the growth. And yep. one thing I will tell you, and, and I've seen this in my lifetime is I might not see it up front, but people that I'm around see it before I do. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I don't know if, if that happens in your life, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing some stuff and people will come up to me and say, wow, some Jason, you know, uh, uh, you've lost some weight or this, whatever it is, you know, and, and I might feel, I don't, didn't think I did, you know, <laughs> but, but you knew that you're working on it. Hey, I, I'm trying to lose weight. I don't look any different. I, I feel the same, but you know what? Somebody sees me after a month and they say, Jason, you look pretty good. You look like, like you've lost some weight or whatever it is. And and to me, that is powerful uh, when, when other people see it. So even though you might not think things are changing or that you're getting better or anything like that, people will see that even in your business community, people are going to see something's different about Ty. Mm -hmm. He's walking a little taller. He's, you know, uh, more concise in what he says, whatever it is. He's, you know, he's more involved be than before. And, and you might not think anything of it, but you are getting better just that 1% when people are going to notice it. And after 12 months at 1%, holy cow, that's 365% better than you are today. And wouldn't it be nice to be a fly on the wall 
with everybody that's watching this or listening to this and say, see where they're at. Take a snapshot today in 365 days from today, take another snapshot and see where they're at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, it's, it's just such a long term game and, um, you know, kind of, I guess a spoiler alert, uh, it probably never stops as, as you can attest. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't been at this game very long, uh, but you know, I can remember really getting started in some of the space and, and reading, um, you know, professional development books or being at workshops, um, you know, probably 10 years ago or, or, or somewhere around that time. Um, and you're right. It, it's not something that you really see um, or witness until you, you have that ability to look back. And I'm sure you have the same, um, you know, feeling. But, but we're not, we're not done learning, you know, no, like you said, no. it's continual, you know, I can look back over the last 12 months and see where I'm at today and say, wow, I am different than I was back then, but I'm not done. Yep. You know, no. It, it, yeah. It's like, um, you know, if, if you've done any, uh, investigating into the retirement or you know, finance, personal finance savings, right. They say, you've got to start somewhere. If you start young, um, or start where you're at, you know, you don't, even if it's later in life, you know, don't just be like, Oh, well, I can't get started. But just Take a little bit of money out of each check. And, you know, you put it away, you put it away and they talk about how much that compound interest, you know, plays a factor into it. And even if it starts out with a little bit of money, you know, it starts to snowball and, and, and gain speed. And I think that this is the same way that, you know, knowledge is, is one of the few things in the world that um, once you get it, um, outside of maybe a few rare or unfortunate accidents, it can't be taken away from you. Right. Right. You can invest all your money into a business or you can invest everything into some material asset or, or whatever the case is, right. There's so many things that are not for sure that, that can be taken away, but knowledge is one of those things that you can never spend, um, too much time or, or, money on i mean maybe you can spend too much money on it but um it, it pays off right it, it starts to snowball and 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 people can't take it away so like if you're present if you're if you're learning in those and you're you're taking every moment it, it starts to compound and, and at least like if i think back 10 10 years obviously i was young and um you know still a kid i guess in in some respects but it's it's crazy how far you can progress just from just from spending time on it. And, um, it, it's, it's worth, it's worth putting effort into. Um, and I think if you go through all these tips and, um, really think about, you know, maybe you take one of them every week and try to figure out, all right, how do I focus on this one this week and, and inc implement that into your life? Um, you, you know, you'll, like you said, you always say this 1% better, you know, how do I incorporate this into that? Um, and I think that professional development, learning, continual education, um, continual improvement, whatever term you want to call it, that's fine. Uh, but you've got to have this aspect in your life, especially as a leader, especially as a business owner. Um, I don't know how you would be able to do, uh, be a leader or, or be a business owner without some of this stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know either. One thing I will say, you know, when you talk about it, about knowledge, you know, they can't take it away from you. Knowledge is power, but it's actually applied knowledge is power. You got to apply mm -hmm. that knowledge. You know, it's, it's great to put it up here, but if you don't let it go out <laughs> and, and apply it, you know, it's great to have a lot of information, but you know, uh, you can find information in other places and stuff like that. So 
So you gotta, you gotta apply it. You know, if you want to get better, you gotta apply what you're learning, apply what you're reading. And you know what, when you apply it, when you apply that knowledge, then it sticks with you more. It's not just up here anymore. It's here, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the heart. And, and I think that's uh, crucial when we're uh, in our business, you know, making sure that we are taking what we're reading off that page and putting it into practice or what you're hearing on a podcast, putting it into practice or what you're hearing on a course and putting it into practice because that's how we get better because I, I've done courses like that too. You know, so I, I raise my hand on it all the time is that I do things and I don't implement them. And, and I say, man, this is great stuff. I'm going to implement it right away. And that's where I'm sure most of everybody that's listening to this, and I'm sure you've heard of two times, the, the rule of 72. If you don't apply something or use something within 72 hours of you learning it or hearing it, you'll forget it. Mm. And, and you never will apply it or the, the percentage of you applying that will, will uh, uh, decrease. You yeah. know? And so after two weeks, all of a sudden you're like, man, that's a good course, but I don't remember what, what it was about <laughs> because you yeah. didn't apply any of it. So that's why even listening to these tips, apply one of them, at least start with one. And, and in a lot of things, you know, just like with habits, you don't do one for a week, get the habit and then go to something else. You, you build on that habit. You know, you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to cut out cheeseburgers today. All right. So I'm going to cut that out for the week. So next week say, well, now I'm going to cut out my coffee. So I'm going to start eating cheeseburgers and cut out coffee. No, <laughs> cut out cheeseburgers and you cut out coffee. Then you cut out different things. Um, and, and the only reason I bring up diets is because that's an easy one. Everybody, you know, looks at that, but it can be applied to anything. You know, when we're talking about habits and, and, uh, and what we do, you don't stop doing something to start something else. They just compound. So if there's a tip here that you like, say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a, a leader that I love, okay? Find him, build on that philosophy. And maybe in a month, you know what? Now that I've got that down, I'm going to continue listening to them. But now I'm going to look into maybe some continuing education or I'm going to look at, at uh, something else. And, and you continue to do both of them side by side and move down because that's how you get better. You don't say, hey, I listened to Dave Ramsey now for a month. Now I'm done. I'm never yeah. going to listen to him again because <laughs> I've learned it all, right? Yeah. Oh, it's you still, hey, if he comes up with some new stuff or some podcasts, you still listen to it. You still learn because there's always new stuff that is coming out because they're still learning. So that's the beauty of this. Those leaders are still learning too. Tony Robbins is still learning. Grant Cardone, they're still learning. And so they bring that information to you later on. You don't want to stop. Hey, I've heard everything Grant Cardone has to say. So I'm done. No, Grant's still learning. He's still learning from other leaders. And when that happens, you know what? Um, he keep, he continues to get better and he gives that to us and we continue to get better. And that's how it works. You don't just stop doing one thing. You just continue on and it's a compound effect and just build on it like a snowball. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of uh, a last thought, maybe to wrap us up here on, on my end, at least um, when you were talking about the application piece that really, you know, hit home with me. And I think back to, you know, my, high school days and uh, how poor of a student I was. Um, It wasn't that it was challenging to me. It was just that, um, you know, I was probably like a, I like to say that I was probably a C plus, but I was probably more on the C minus average (laughs) than anything. Um, But the thing that I really struggled with was figuring out how what we were doing in school um, applied. And and maybe that was a little bit of a you know, short-sightedness at a young age. And I'm sure a lot of people can, 
think back to being young and short-sighted, <laughs> but um, I I'm, have always said I'm a really, really great learner. I learn really fast. I love learning, but for some reason it didn't work for me to be in school. And, and especially like I, the example I use a lot now is math. Um, I was an awful math student. And I think the last math class I took was like an algebra two class. Um, and I had to take the final and get some sort of score to pass or else I would have to retake it to be able to, to be done with math for high school. Um, and I won't say the teacher's name because I'm sure they would get in trouble now. But I remember my teacher said, um, you know, she scored my test and I was sitting there like watching. I don't know if I had to like retake or something or whatever it was. Um, but she said, if you promise you'll never take another math class again, I will let you pass this class. <laughs> and as a however old I was, 17, 16 you know, your old kid, I was like, Hey, that sounds like a great deal to me. Uh, but <laughs> hey, just, if I never take any of these classes, can I get out of school today? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I took, took that deal in a heartbeat. Um, but, but now, uh, in, in my professional world, I love using math. I love, um, I I'm not still not very good at it. Obviously I didn't, um, retain a whole lot. I was too busy, you know, throwing spit wads or whatever <laughs> at friends in class. Um, but I, I'm able to apply it. And, and so I've, I've gone through and taken some, you know, whether it's like an accounting class or, or some sort of finance class that has to do with algebra and have to use algebraic equations to figure out, um, you know, if you're forecasting, you know, sales, that's algebra. And I love it. I love numbers. Um, I wouldn't say that I would make the world's best accountant or anything like that. Um, but I see why it's important and I'm able to actually take whatever it is, if it's an equation and like immediately make it real life. And so that was the big struggle um, that I, that I have with kind of, you know, the school system is it's, it's so theoretical. Um, you know, it's kind of that, like you said, you're learning all this and storing it in your brain, but you're not really putting it to use. Um, and, and so I don't know, maybe some people out there would identify with that kind of story of, you know, they, they think back to their days of learning in school and they say, well, every time I learned something, I never actually used it and it wasted my time. Well, you know, luckily we're in a position where we have to put it to use now. So I think that application piece is so crucial. Yeah. And uh, talking about C plus and C minus, I was actually a D student. Um, <laughs> I was consistent. That was my excuse to my parents. I said, hey, you want a consistency? I'm consistent. I never got F's. And I, I got some C's and some B's and stuff, but I remember my uh, social studies, you know, uh, when I history and things like that, I got a D and then the next quarter I got a D and my parents said, what's going on? He said, what do you mean? I'm, I'm consistent. I'm not getting worse. <laughs> I'm not getting better, but I'm not getting worse. Yeah. And they didn't know how to take that. So um, I continued on and getting that, but you're right. We didn't apply it or I wasn't taught how to apply a lot of this stuff because there was no real life. Uh, situations or whatever, where now there's a lot of things that, that I wish I would have paid more attention to, kind of like I was talking with the CE credits and stuff like that. I wish I would have paid more attention in high school because I think if I would have applied myself, I would have uh, had better grades and I would have had a better uh, feeling when I was in school. I thought it was a waste of time, you mm -hmm. know, and I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have many friends and it was just kind of a, a not a good part of my life because thought, man, I, I'm not getting any of this stuff, but nobody really taught me how to apply it. And my teachers really didn't care at that point either. 
um, I mean, I actually quit school when I was in 11th grade and I told my parents I wanted to go to a private school because at the high school up in Alaska, I mean, literally we're there and kids were throwing chairs out the second floor window and nobody was doing anything about it. And I said, man, I can do this. I don't have to go to school to, to do this stuff. I can go vandalize any place in town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to go to school, you know, and stuff. So, so I actually quit school when I was in 11th grade mm. and my parents uh, then put me in a, a private school, uh, not, not a, a, a problem kid, child school, but just there, there's a private Christian school in, in Alaska. And so it's a smaller class. Um, I always joke, uh, my wife and I both graduated third in our class. I graduated three out of five. She graduated three out of 250. I said, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's still third, right? Yep. But, uh, um, you know, just a smaller class, smaller environments and stuff. And, and I mm. did start to apply a little bit more towards the end, but I think I would have had a better um, experience in high school and maybe wanted to go to college. You know, I didn't even go to college. I got out of school and, and I joined the military because, you know, I, there's a guaranteed job and I couldn't get fired. And those, yeah. are, those are the two <laughs> criteria I had when I joined the military. I didn't realize that I'd have to go to war and get shot at, but uh, those, those are things that they don't really tell you about. They tell you about all the benefits you get. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it was probably, it was probably a long walk home too. Yeah. <laughs> from <where you're> stationed. <laughs> yep. 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 So, so anyways, uh, um, yeah, you know, love, love these stories and you know what stories like this, that, that Ty and I are talking about, um, if it can help you remember something, that's what stories do. Stories can really uh, help you remember certain things. And, and hopefully some of these will, will that when we talked about CE and, and the importance of it and why it resonates with us now, we hope that you guys can apply that in your, in your business and in your personal life, you know, because uh, uh, it, it'll recall things when you, when you hear a story stuff like that so so we're gonna wrap up here you know what we appreciate everybody being here i appreciate you ty being here you know what if you if you like our podcast click a like even if you don't like it click a like because it just helps us uh gauge uh, where we're at and i'm just joking on that a little bit but uh, do give us a comment you know say hey you know what i appreciate you guys doing this thank you for that nugget or hey you know what here's a topic that i'd love to have you guys dive into and we and we will do that we'll do our best uh, to do that we're looking for guests to come on our podcast also so if you know of anybody or yourself that would uh, want to be interviewed or whatever or be part of our podcast let us know and then also share the podcast with your friends your colleagues and then subscribe to our podcast so you'll get notified when we have a new one out there so with that ty you want to add anything else before we wrap up nope i think we're good thanks for thanks for tuning in everybody all right guys you all have a great Great day, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye for now.